Hey, I'm your host, Crystal McGrath, and you're listening to the Artist Behind the Music podcast, where I chat with artists from around the world about their personal and professional stories. There's a lot more that goes on behind the songs we love, and this is a space where we get to share stories and tools on overcoming struggles, celebrating achievements, and of course, the meanings behind the songs. Get ready to be inspired through stories and live music. This episode is sponsored by Simply Socials Management. Simply Socials Management is a boutique digital marketing agency serving the music industry, small businesses, and film and TV. Their mission is to help you make your mark online through custom digital marketing, PR, and graphic design services. Visit www.simplysocialsmanagement.com for more information on how they can help you elevate your online presence. Mention you heard about them through the artist behind the music for a 10% discount on your first service. We have Alex Hughes joining us today, so it's super exciting. Episode one of this whole series. Hey! Hello! How are you? Great, how are you? Good. Nice to see your beautiful face. Nice to see your beautiful face. Oh. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I don't think I've seen you since, I don't know when. Since well, the world shut down? <laughs> Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Okay. I've actually, this is like the first time I've ever done this, so this is very exciting. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. I'm honored to be your first guest. I love that you're doing this. You know what? You were actually the first country artist I ever really worked with in Calgary, too. That's cool. Way back. That That was probably like 10 years ago. We were just babies. Too long. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just babies. babies. We're still babies. Yeah. What's that? So you kind of. Oh, I was just saying, I'd like to think we're still babies, but realistically, I know we're not. Let's go with it. Babies. Yeah. Babies are hard. <laughs> no one will ever know. Yeah. <laughs> 18 till I die. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So we're going to, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and just get to know you a little bit more, share your story with everybody, and then you're going to play some songs for us. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> so good. So good. Okay. So you were like born a singer. Like I just imagine you like coming out of the womb singing. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like I saw something that you posted um, a while ago. You were very young and you sounded exactly like you sound now. <laughs> well, maybe a little, a little stronger now, but um, hopefully a little stronger. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So were you born a singer, or did you have to really work to get that, even as, as a seven-year-old? <laughs> um, you know, I think you're right in saying that I, I was born a singer a little bit. Um, I, as soon as I was in choir, like in kindergarten, grade one, the teachers would like pull me out and say like, oh, you're really good. And they started giving me solos. Um, and then the real way that I got started is kind of a funny story. So my dad is a web developer and he was working for a karaoke company. And this is like, mid 90s when karaoke was like everybody had a karaoke machine in their house like I don't know if you remember those times but it was like do you remember how it was like 50 dollars for five songs (laughs) the cds were so expensive (laughs) now you can go on youtube it's just all all there for you I remember those days yeah yeah but um that's kind of how I got started I think I was seven and there was this karaoke contest in Calgary and um I was singing in the karaoke shop, just kind of in the background. And the owner was like, you should enter, like, you're really good. And there's lots of great prizes for like junior competitors. So 
we thought, why not? And I, I really did love performing. Um, but it wasn't until I got on the stage that I really realized, like, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the rush of, like, the nerves to go up, but then the, the happiness and joy that it brings you, you know, when people seem to be enjoying it. So um, that's kind of how I got started. And it, as it turns out, I won the contest. Like, I won all the categories. <laughs> oh, like, I won a bike, I won a helmet, and I won plane tickets on anywhere that WestJet flew, um, which wasn't very far at that time. It was, like, Calgary, Winnipeg, and wherever, somewhere. <laughs> it wasn't as big as it is now. Bloodbridge. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But um, I kind of got hooked, so that's sort of how I got going. I love that. So you came out of the gate swinging, like... <laughs> I was going to hop on stage and we'll take it all. <laughs> I mean, I, I came out confident and then, you know, like puberty hit and, you know, the nerves and all that. But, um, but I definitely yeah. came out with the love for it, for sure. <laughs> I love it. Let's talk about confidence. What do you do to build your confidence up? I know that as performers, as we come across very confident, but sometimes on the inside, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. I'm failing in everything. And I have to go on stage and like, shine and be super bright but i don't feel like that inside so i think every single musician every single human feels like that at some point in their life so how do you build that up within yourself how do you shut down that voice and shine bright like you do well that's a great question i think um one of the things that i try to do is remain grounded in the rest of my life like i find <laughs> when I'm feeling really good about the other relationships that I have, have it be like, you know, with my husband, with my family, with friends. Um, when I feel really grounded and centered, I do feel like I'm more confident as a person. Um, but as far as like having the confidence to go on stage and stuff, that's something that I think like, I honestly continue to work on every day. I think there are definitely things in your life that can make you a little more nervous, a little more anxious. For example, like with, COVID and the world shutting down, I definitely feel like getting back on stage is a little more nerve wracking because it's a different world that we live in. Um, so I definitely try to just like check in with myself as much as I can. And um, just remember that like at the end of the day, you're just, you're just sharing um, it's art and it's subjective. So not everyone's going to love it. And if they don't love it, that's okay too. Totally. I think that's really well said. Like it's art and we all have different different mindsets to what we like and what we don't like and totally. just being okay with that. And it's sharing. Like when did it become such a judgmental ring? Right. Like do you remember being in kindergarten and you just bring your like favorite toy to share and everyone would be like, wow, that's so cool. Like there was no like mine's better. Well, maybe there was a little bit. But I think people, you know, as kids, that childlike love for everything and everyone, I think it's important to, keep that in your mind right I love that that's what I'm going to think of now every time I go to perform I'm going to think of right? you and I'm going to think of like the sharing circle like it's yeah. almost my turn I almost get to share my favorite it was always Barbies for me I don't know about you but it was it was always I my can't remember what I brought to share I think I had like a cabbage patch doll or something like that nice. just like, yeah or a teddy bear yeah. <laughs> something simple Aww. something so simple but so rewarding to the heart right yeah, of course. Do you get nervous a lot? Do you find when you go on stage? I do get nervous. Truthfully, I get nervous every time. I think, um, like, the more you do it, obviously, as you know, the less nervous you get. But I think there's, like, a certain amount of, like, healthy nerves that totally. if you didn't feel that, are you even alive? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree completely. I think um, 
nerves are important to have that feeling and just like that nerves. I don't know if you feel as ever, but just like the feeling of being really excited and the feeling of being really nervous physically is exactly the same. You're it's right. Just like how can I turn that nerve into excitement? Right. Totally. Yeah. So good. So where do you get your inspiration from? Um, kind of everywhere. I think what I've done, um, over the past bit is I, I usually like, I like to turn stories into songs and often I feel like it's safer to sh tell other people's stories, mm. but something that I've actually been really working on, especially during quarantine and having a lot more downtime is like, I want to try to tell my stories. So that's sort of what I'm hoping to be inspired by uh, in the future. But I really truly find inspiration in everything, everyday life. Yeah, it's so cool. Do you have a way that inspiration hits you or do you feel like it just, you can be anywhere? Um, honestly, it hits me a lot when I'm driving and I yeah. have to like quickly make a voice note at a light and get the idea out and then I can kind of get home and hash through it. That happens a lot. Sometimes you mean walk. you just like voice memo, right? Like there's yeah. no stopping at lights, right? We just voice memo. Hey, can you agree? <laughs> no, I can't just stop. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, just yeah. just checking. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, sorry, but driving, huge yeah. inspiration. Walking, like going for walks. Um, yeah, I think kind of around everywhere, and, and whenever I get inspiration, I try to to record it or write a little um, note on my phone or something. So, yeah, what do you do when you're trying to be inspired and you're stumped? Honestly, I've come to the place where I've just accepted that, like, if I'm not feeling it, I, I don't force myself. Mm -hmm. um, so I just stop. <laughs> and I'm easily distracted. So like, if I'm not focused on an idea, then it's like, oh, my plants need to be watered. My house needs to be vacuumed. And I'm at the stage where I just, that's what I do. Because I know, like, if I'm not in it, um, then I'm forcing it. And I, I don't, I don't want to try to force it. Totally. It's just a natural evolution. <laughs> try to be at least yeah <laughs> yeah how about co-writing you co-write with a lot of people so what's that process like for you I love co-writing um and I I've loved co-writing with you so uh I think do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I think I love co-writing because sometimes I definitely feel like I can get stuck in my own head and I can get really mm -hmm. critical or even insecure about ideas. And I love having another person or another few people in a room to like hash through them with. And I definitely feel like you can bring out other people's strengths. Like there are certain parts of songwriting that I might not be as strong at as someone else. So I love getting in the room with other people and just, you know, I often think a few heads are better than one. Although sometimes, you know, you can write a beautiful song on your own too. Um, but I love the co-writing process. I think that's where I try, it's not like the forcing it, but I think you can, if you have a set amount of time, you can try to use that time to your advantage and really um, get the most out of that time. So, yeah, I agree. It's easier to not get as distracted. Like, if you know, okay, I'm with this person for two to three hours. Oh, I can't really go do my laundry right now because then <laughs> I'll be wasting <laughs> That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had like a nightmare co right? Um, Honestly, we don't no. have to name names. <laughs> yeah. I turned into a full gossip session. <laughs> yeah. So I guess on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, no, like yeah. not 
full nightmare. Um, I think, but like writing is such a, like, I feel like it's kind of a raw process. So I think sometimes it takes a few times to like get that comfortable with other people. And I think that's okay. Um, And I usually like try to put time into people and like if we've put time into one right at least do a few more to see kind of like if we do click but I think also if you don't click that's okay too not everybody's gonna click um as far as writing goes so totally it's like dating (laughs) it is pretty much is (laughs) no that's so true and I always find with co-writes like I spend half my time talking and then maybe a quarter time writing (laughs) especially when you're just getting to know the person you've got time in getting to know them and yeah chit chat (laughs) gotta know their stories what they want to talk about what's going to trigger them bring out the tears (laughs) (laughs) or yeah or or how to try to not trigger them hopefully yeah (laughs) Yeah. getting yang whatever yeah (laughs) oh it's awesome let's talk about quarantine for you what has it been like what is your life shifted changed pivoted yeah um definitely big changes um I was performing a ton before um before quarantine happened um I was doing lots of different kinds of events but lots of like corporate shows and I think Mm. I was I was a little bit caught up in that in the sense that like I put more time into learning music for shows than I would, let's say, as much as I would want into writing. Mm-hmm. So I've actually been super grateful for this forced slowdown and the forced time to be able to like get back to being creative and developing. Um, Cause I think that's so important. And I think moving forward, I'll definitely make a more effort to dedicate time to that. Yeah. Um, this really shown me that how important it really is. And I've got to know like lots of different people doing like fun Zoom or Skype writing sessions and um, put a lot of time into uh, the most recent release I did as well. So I've been really grateful for this time. It's been weird, but it's been good. (laughs) No, I hear you. It's it's been interesting. Just pivoting, right? And changing your mindset and how we be the things that we focus on. It's been interesting. So let's chat about your new single. It's so good. (laughs) Thank you. Feisty girl power. It is. It's feisty. Um, I I haven't released a song like this. I don't think really ever. So it's really been fun to just put out like a fun, feisty, summery song. Um, And I think it's something that like a lot of us can probably relate to. This guy who just thinks he's like, the coolest guy ever i'm sure you've run into him at wherever the bar gym wherever yeah um and i love like the girl power moment to just tell him like no i'm not into it um and that's kind of what the whole song is really about um and yeah it's been really fun to just you know put something out in the world that is honestly so fun that like i'm not worried every day if like you know how it performs or whatever i honestly just am grateful that it's it's out there and people seem to be enjoying it and um having fun with it so yeah it's super catchy and if you haven't heard it yet make sure you check out girlfriend right? <laughs> so good. um when did you record it did you was that like a quarantine process thing or was this something that was in the box that you were waiting for the perfect time to release or what did that look like for you yeah, um, it's been quite a process, actually. So I wrote Gentlemen with Spencer Cheen and Aaron Pollock back in, 
actually we wrote it when I was in the CMI program. So that was like a long time ago. <laughs> and um, we laid down this really fun demo of it. And then months and months later, kind of decided that I wanted to um, release it. So started working on it again. And then the world shut down. So we had to finish up things like the background vocals and all that. Um, I ended up recording here at home. Cool. Um, but it's great that we're in a, you know, at a, like I went along the quaid, went to some gear and I ended up learning how to record myself better at home as well. So all of it happened like in a way that I'm really excited about and yeah, finally got it out in the world. Oh, that's cool. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so interesting how different it is releasing music and still following your dreams and passions and your career, but making it a new way. It's been totally. very neat to watch what other everyone's doing and you know, it's okay for sure. nothing. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely been a very interesting journey. Okay. <laughs> Best advice you've ever received. Um, that's a great question. Actually, I, I read that one and I didn't know what the answer was. <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> um, I've received a lot of good advice though. I think, um, some of the advice that I've been receiving lately is like, just get raw and get real with your music. And that's something that I'm really, really trying to do. Um, but a lot of the other advice that I've gotten throughout the years has just been like, to separate yourself from your, if you're pursuing this as a career, then it's a career and you as a person is a person. I think as soon as I did that, um, it took so much pressure off of me and, it, um, it, it just honestly made it easier to be able to push harder and be more confident about it. Um, and I think some of that advice I got definitely through the CMI program, that's where I'm, I'm sure you feel the same. Like some of that stuff, yeah. you know, but you just have to hear it, you know, a few times before it actually sinks in. So, um, yeah, that's probably some of the best advice I've gotten. <laughs> no, that that's great advice. It's so easy to sell a product if you will like I'm selling a new bar of soap it's amazing I love using it because you're yeah. not attached to it right oh. but as soon as you're like here's my song I hope you like it then it just doesn't have that same oomph and that same enthusiasm so I think that's bang on advice separate yourself personal business you as an artist you as a human right totally. you're a product yeah <laughs> for the masses and an then, authentic product though totally yeah then find a way to like authentically sell your product without, you know, um, without having it hold too much weight either. Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. So good. Okay. I feel like I could chat with you all night, which I know but I'll <laughs> save our the rest of our conversation for off camera. Okay. And like play some songs. What are you going to sing yeah. for us? Okay. So I have a surprise for you. Um, I relearned butterflies. Oh, yay. <laughs> So I'm going to start with that. And then I thought I'd play Gentleman, my new single as well. So yes, that's Yay. amazing. So we wrote this song, Butterflies, with Jared. Hi, yes. Jared. You're here. <laughs> and I, I don't know how long ago. Many years ago. Many, many years Like ago. probably 10 years ago. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So this is like when we were toddlers. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> But it's really beautiful and I was playing around with it and I feel like I've uh, made it, I think you'll think it's interesting because I know you do a version 
and I love the way you do it, but I couldn't find a video of you doing it because I wanted to kind of like, not copy, but just get inspired by your version. I couldn't find it. So this is the version that I somewhat made up and also from my memory 10 years ago. <laughs> Yay, yeah. super excited. And Jared's here too, so even Yay. better. <laughs> Aw, hi Jared. <laughs> All right, should I play you just, it? You just go, you just play. All right. Stage is yours. <laughs> Let's go back to the days and the summer nights when all we did was laugh and play. Like when we were school kids sitting on the bleachers, ring the bell morning. I stopped to breathe. I stopped to make you see that it's perfect in this moment now. Remember when the rain fell, thunder crashing all about. When you grabbed my hands, walking by the ocean, fireflies blowing, shining like stars in the sand. And I stopped to breathe, and I stopped to make you see it's perfect in this moment now. Spend forever in this moment now. Take me to the days when it was all okay. Bring me to that place, beautiful escape. Said, honey, I need you. Never let That you love me so, and I got butterflies. First time, butterflies. all okay bring me to that place my beautiful escape and i said honey i need you never let me go and you kiss me and told me that you love me so Butterflies forever, butterflies. <laughs> 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 
writing. Oh, I love that song. So me too. <laughs> brought me right back to writing. <laughs> What's funny, I was thinking about it because I probably haven't played it like, you know, in uh, let's say at least eight, 10 years. Yeah. But we wrote it like I live in Sherwood now where you guys lived when we wrote it. And I was thinking totally. that's kind of cool. Like it's a little bit of a full circle moment to be back here in this area singing this song. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Story behind the music. Yes. So <laughs> yes. I remember writing that song and it was like, oh, it's so happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Positive. Yeah. Because <laughs> we would you. always write like the most dark, depressed, but not depressing or dark, just like really sad pop songs, right? I feel like they were, because they were pop, it wasn't like depressing, sad, but I know yeah. even, like. That's why I'm like, I don't know if depressing is the right word, but just like, well, that's why we called it passion pop, right? Because right. feel good about feeling sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Thank oh, you so, for pulling that up and re yeah. bringing that into my life. I love well, it. I love that song. So I was happy to happy to play it. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> so now you're going to play your new single. Some sass, some 90s, some 90s country. Yes. Right? That's kind of where it was inspired from. The 90s. Yeah. The best like music genre ever. Right. I think like that's what I listen to all the time is just 90s music. <laughs> it's so good. Just in general, all 90s, but especially 90s country like Shania, oh. um, Leanne Rhymes, like major inspiration for sure. Right. Do you have yeah. a 90s favorite country song? Um, I have many. I think I like... I was raised on the Leanne Rhymes like blue album. Do you oh, know yes. which one I'm talking about? Yes, I do. <laughs> And like she did some covers of some really cool like old country stuff. Like she did a cover of Crazy by Patsy Cline and it was like I love that song. <laughs> totally. You'd sing that beautifully too. Oh I can hear you. it. I can hear it already. Crazy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I won't go into it. <laughs> Next time. We'll do a covers a covers one. Right. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> right? Okay. I'll put it in my calendar. Okay. Two months from now. <laughs> the karaoke live stream <laughs> all right i like okay yeah. coming soon yeah coming soon. <laughs> all right girl let's hear your song girlfriend okay all right here we go six foot something swagging in your step Cool drink of water, real smooth talker, hottie with a body smooth like a cigarette. Well, every word she says is a dead giveaway. We got one thing on your mind. Ain't a gentleman, and I know that man. To waste my time with your lines and those blue eyes. It's your girlfriend, care how much you spend on your fancy who's on shoes and it's you. Ain't a gentleman, no. Ain't a gentleman, no, no, no. Same old story, I know how it goes. Another beat, I put on a show. See, walking around the room, I can only see every other girl aside and talking to Santa. Well, every move you make is a dead giveaway. Thing on your mind Ain't a gentleman And I'm better than Place my time on your lines And I'll see blue eyes Ain't 
down just raw and acoustic so thanks. Thanks. And I feel a great energy which I love thanks yeah um, it's uh it's one that I definitely feel like is a lot of fun with the full band or just like you know with the full production but I kind of worked on stripping it down to do some more acoustic stuff and and it's been fun <laughs> oh that's so good so what's next for you well, I've got a few things. So I'm working on another new single. I'm hoping to release that probably just before Christmas. And then um, I'm working on the next big project will be a full EP. Um, and I'm hoping sometime in 2021 to have that all done. Um, we'll be working away on that over the next few months. So hopefully we'll make some progress. But as far as like, you know, it's so uncertain as to what you know, it's going to look like in the future gigging oh. or, in, or anything. So I'm just going to try to focus as much as I can on creating and, and be grateful for that. So totally. I think that, you know, even when I asked that question, I'm like, well, how, are, how does anybody know what, what we're going to do tomorrow? Like, it's crazy, but yeah, just create, enjoy, yeah. have gratitude, exactly. all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. amazing. Well, yeah. so nice to chat with you. Everybody follow Alex. Her Instagrams will be posted in the link after this and all that good stuff. Thanks Aww. for chatting. I don't want to say bye. I just want to keep chatting. I know. I just want to hang out. We'll, we'll book a ride and hang out soon. Okay. Sounds yeah. fantastic. Thanks for okay. having me, Thanks Crystal. so much for sharing your stories and your songs. So beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It was so fun. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, we'll chat soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to The Artist Behind the Music. Make sure to learn more about today's guests by visiting their links in the show notes. As always, we love to hear what you think about the show. So send us a message with any comments or future artist guest requests. To stay in touch and in the loop for all future shows, be sure to follow us on all your favorite social media platforms.